we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. See, the four, problem with being six. mixed is I just need someone to start me off. Exactly. And then I got it. Because you know why? Your white side wants to overpower it's over, your black it's side. Like 50, it's 50 whatever percent. It's hard. It's definitely 70-30 at this point. Oh, no. Yeah. You think? So you got the two and four will You know why? In the winter months, it does because I get so pale. I think my body forgets what it's supposed to be yeah. doing. So yeah. you need to overpower your white side. You're right. When it comes to rhythm. Okay. Y'all remember that out there. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. To another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. How you doing? We are back at it again, y'all. Missed you so much. We did. We definitely did. How was your week this past week? I had a week from the depths of hell. Jeez. Yeah. Do tell. Mercury was, Mercury was in retrograde, and I don't know if y'all felt it, but the Geminis out there felt it. Wow. I'm about to get woo-woo on you for a second. Woo-woo-woo. Like Sinclair from Living Single? Never mind. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know I haven't watched that show. Well, she says woo-woo-woo. Oh, does she? She's like woo-woo-woo. Woo-woo-woo. Oh, You cute. don't know Sinclair's woo-woo-woo? No. Oh, that's right. You're Gen Z. Um, it's okay. Mercury's in retrograde. Everything I said didn't make sense more than usual. Mm-hmm. I felt like people kept telling me things and I was like, we're speaking different languages. <laughs> I had a fall at work. Actually, I'll call it a slow and controlled descent to the ground. And yes. if you read my paperwork, Ow. that will say it as well. Okay. Did I tell you that? No. We'll talk about Henry Warner. Yeah. Okay. Man, oh man. Wow. I don't know. If you work in healthcare out there, the way that a fall at work just like ruins your, whole ruins your entire <laughs> And it was it at the does. beginning of my day. Oh, no. And it was just like, you're, I was done after that. Toast. Completely toast. My patient had a seizure on me. Oh, Jesus. So is that why they had the fall? No. This oh. was different This was different patients. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. And then they were all like people who needed to go to sniff but couldn't go to It was a whole mess. My yeah. week was rough. Then I worked the weekend. No one's fault but my own. Mm-hmm. I, as they say, girl bossed a little too close to the sun. Yeah. I don't know what I think I'm doing out here. I don't even want to work 40 hours. I don't know how I worked 40 plus hours this week. I keep telling you, let the PRN go, <laughs> but you won't listen. I just can't. I mean, I get it, but. But um, other than that, long. yeah, I know. I had like a really cute, fun girls night plus someone's husband, you know, because like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was fun. I haven't had that in a while. I was really chul. Chul. My God. Chill and cool. Chill and cool. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a time. We're going to have a great yeah, it's episode be great. today. How was your week? 
Um, my week was actually okay. Uh, aside from work, I've been going back to the gym, being consistent, being accountable. Hell yeah! And uh, new year, new you. Am I right? Uh, new year, woo consistent woo. me. Uh, but saying me, but just more consistent. Uh, it's been really, really good. Just work has been really crazy, y'all. I don't know what's like you said. I don't know what's in the air, but Mercury's in retrograde. So is March. Twenty twenty three. I need you to come in, sit your ass down. Don't talk to nobody. Don't say nothing. Don't touch nothing. Just sit down and relax. Okay. Um, we're moving. I mean, we're already like you know a weekend, but it's just been yeah, work has been crazy. But other than that, the week was good. I was very productive this week. I'm happy for you. It was good. Yeah. It's because it's Capricorn season. I mean, I guess Capricorns are to weird. The, nose to the... Aren't they a ram? No. What are they? I thought they are rams. Are they a ram? I yeah, think they're they a ram. I think they're a ram. That makes sense. What was I thinking of? Oh, I was thinking of the bull. That's why. That's Taurus. Ram that's is me. a goat? What the hell is a ram? Maybe it is a goat. Let me Google it. What technically is a ram? A ram is a bull. I don't know. No. A bull is a cow. Capricorn. I can't even spell it. Okay. Uh, it's a big horn. It's a goat. It's a goat. It's a goat. Never mind. You're a goat. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Um. Yeah. Head. What is the saying? Head to the grindstone. Head to the grind mill. I don't know enough about horoscopes like that. I really no, don't. it's just like a saying. Oh. Head to the pedal to the metal. Let's say that. That's what this month is. Yeah. Are okay. you doing dry January? What is that? Where you don't drink. I mean, I don't drink regularly anyway. So it's just a dry year for you. Okay. I mean, no, it's a very wet, moist, for those people who don't like that word, moist uh, year. I mean. Damp. I mean, Lord, rain down on me. That's it. <laughs> Here's what I'll say about all you folks doing dry January. I applaud you. I wish I had that kind of self-control, motivation, drive. You're not better than me because you do dry January. <laughs> Stop pretending Is that like a real are. thing? Yeah. I've never heard of that before. That's because you're not an alcoholic. I mean, you're not either. Thank you. Don't put that into the atmosphere. My God. No, a lot of people like to start off the year with the alcohol cleanse. Oh. A lot of people were sober curious, trying it out. So, okay. Um, but January is like a popular month. Dry January means mm -hmm. no alcohol. Oh, cool. Starting means. January 1. Like for the whole year or just for January? Just for January. Okay. Have I ever personally tried it? I was gonna Absolutely say, not. what's in your cup right now? <laughs> Liquor, right? Um, I work in healthcare. It's not feasible. I don't think. I mean, liquor for people who work in healthcare is like coffee. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and not, but not on the job though, or, yeah. or before the job, but definitely after work. Dry Absolutely. January is like a like partial vegan. It's like a <laughs> membership. People want to. Some people want to talk about it all the time. My dry January. My dry January. Some people just sit back, relax, don't drink, don't talk about it. Oh, yeah. No, I've never heard Other of people, it's your personality for the month. Keep it to yourself. That's so where the real work happens. So it's like a liquor lint. Yeah, it's like a liquor lint. Okay. You lint liquor. Cootie queen. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, well, I mean, congratulations. Well, you know, you haven't started, so never mind. I won't be I starting it. <laughs> I'm you, not, not do doing it. it. Okay. My mother would love for me to do it. But you're not. I mean, oh, you'd probably it's great lose content a bunch for the it's great content for the podcast. So I need you a little bit tipsy. Yeah, just truly. Honestly, bit. at this point, I'm your push up just a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
That's it. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready to get on into it? Yep. All right. So first thing we want to talk about, we're going to actually start off a little bit in the rehab corner today um, because the news has been buzzing all around the United States, I'm quite sure, even globally, um, about this particular incident that happened last Monday. Um, we had already wrapped and recorded our episode. Typical. Everything it, happens on Mondays. It's crazy. So um, I was actually in the gym when this happens, but NFL player, there was a, um, a game that was happening between the Cincinnati Bengals as well as the Buffalo Bills. And during the first quarter, I think it was about, they were only about, what, six, seven minutes into the game. And DeMar Hamlin um, tackled, um, what was his name? T. Higgins. And um, he tackled him, got up. All of a sudden, he just dropped. Um, had a cardiac arrest on the field. Um, the staff jumped in, did CPR. He was taken to the hospital, the nearest hospital. And, um, they, and they were able to resuscitate doing him. Commer- they did like five commercial breaks. They I did. was like, just call it. Yeah, I was like, they, they were, we were trying to hear from the NFL and see what they're going to do and da-da-da-da-da. So basically what ended up happening was this 24-year-old ended up having a cardiac arrest on the field. Um, they, Like I said, they resuscitated him in front of all the players, all the, the staff that was there, all the fans. The crowd. The crowd as well, too. Um, and people were just saying, you know, prayers up to him and all that good kind of stuff. Um, thankfully, thank glory to God, he was able to kind of come out of that um, successfully. He was on a breathing tube. He was intubated, which most people are for, you know, when they have heart attacks. And it was confirmed that he ended up having, again, a, a cardiac arrest. And so um, it was a very different, I think, view for those of us who work in healthcare versus those who don't work in healthcare. And I've never seen that before. Um, I think there was a lot of people that were really, tra- I mean, CPR obviously is very traumatizing if people haven't seen mm-hmm. it before, but I just find it interesting that we as healthcare professionals are so morbid because we're like, we oh, see CPR all the time. That's when my game began with seeing yeah. that shit. I was like, Ooh, I hope you keep pumping on his chest. Well, the thing is when I was at the gym, I just saw like, cause I was in the middle of a set. So I didn't, I didn't see the actual hit initial hit. Mm-hmm. I just saw it when they were just like, Oh, everybody's crowding around. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So of course I go to TikTok and I type in DeMar Hamlin injury. Cause I'm like, Oh, like what the fuck is going on like maybe it's his leg or some shit like that and when i saw him jump up and his body just Wait, did that i was like oh i was no. like oh that's a cardiac arrest and i'm like because i've seen it so many times in the hospital i've had patients to code on me and go into cardiac that's when your body says absolutely not yeah it just does a complete reset and power down so it was um I know it was probably very traumatic for uh, for other people again non-healthcare professionals to see it but for us who work in healthcare we were like yeah we kind of know what this is it didn't weird me out or freak me out or anything until mm-hmm. i saw the players start freaking out and then yeah. i was like oh shit like because they were like crying and yeah stuff. i was like yeah. oh no this is because yeah. we're so used to i mean it is weird seeing someone have a heart attack not in the hospital because eh. to me i'm like i'm used to seeing you in the specific setting right but you see it not a big deal but when i see other people reacting to it i'm like it becomes oh visceral. shit yeah like this is crazy people don't ever see that yeah i think what was interesting was that um they kept calling it like aggressive CPR. And I'm like, that is no, CPR. that's normal. That's normal CPR. Like we have to do our annual CPR like every two years and get that updated as healthcare professionals. All healthcare professionals have to do it and should do it. I think everybody everywhere in, in the whole entire world should learn CPR. But um, every time we have to do it, we have to practice on these dummies. And when you're when you're doing My your CPR, God. first of all, your wrists are hurting, your back is hurting, you're sweating your ass off because you literally have to um, go a certain particular depth in order to restart the heart. And Two keep and a pump, half keep inches. The, yes, keep pumping the heart. And the thing is, the simulation that we do for CPR at work 
it tells you, oh, it's not deep enough. You need to go deeper. That's what she said. Anyway, I just wanted to get it out of the way. But just saying. Um, And then we have to do the babies as well, too. So we have to do it for adults and babies. And sometimes, too, like, again, doing CPR is a very... uh, it's a very tiring task, but there's no such thing as aggressive piece. Do you CPR. remember they used to call that big ass motherfucker in CVICU when uh, yes. they when someone coded <laughs> and they needed to, they would call this big dude yeah. just to start pumping on it because you just the whole part of pumping on the heart is to circulate blood back, back to, to the, the body, brain, yeah. yeah, to the whole body, especially to the brain because you yeah. don't want the brain to not have oxygen or to not have blood. Yeah, six minutes and you're done. So you just need, and I've seen some crazy. Let me tell you something. There are certain people that when you work with them in in healthcare, it's like, God forbid anything ever happens to me. I want them to do CPR. Now, all of my ribs will be broken. However, it doesn't matter. I will be alive. This one particular Mm -hmm. uh, nurse practitioner, baby, uh, Dr. Bailey, who we call Dr. Bailey Uh at at your hospital, please let her do CPR because she... She gonna get your heart pumping. That's all. You I'm see saying. some of these wimpy, especially the new nurses, the nursing oh, yeah. students, when they're like, um, and they're like, mm-hmm. ah, switch out, switch out. No, any nurse who's Filipino, let them yes. do CPR on you, because trust me, they're small, but they will crack your fucking ribs. Love they really that. will, and you will, you will be alive. Just yeah. Like. So thank God he's okay. Yeah, I did want to give. Uh, first of all, I wanted to condemn people who were trying to blame uh, T Higgins, who was the um, the other. The person uh, who he tackled. Who he tackled, yeah, from the Bengals. And people were trying to blame him for it and all this bullshit. I did see that he gave a um, a uh, a press conference or people were asking, the, the media was asking him, and he was saying that he talked to uh, DeMar Hamlin's mom and that she basically said, you know, this is not your fault. We do not blame you at all. This is regular football. Yeah. Nobody could have predicted that this would have happened. I mean, to me, it was a very clean hit, honestly. Um, and for people to be blaming him and making him feel bad about, you know, having an interaction with uh, DeMar is completely disgusting. I mean, the man, I'm pro- quite sure he probably already felt bad enough. You but. just don't expect, I mean, as much quote unquote harm as you try to inflict mm-hmm. on someone during football, you're yeah, never yeah. trying to end their life. No, it's never that serious. Absolutely not. But all the drama came. Yeah. From a tweet from Skip Bayless piece of shit this is probably the only time i agree with charles barkley i hate skip bayless too <laughs> screw skip bayless take him off tv altogether he's an idiot fucking he is he even an athlete did he even play a sport no a he's fucking from oklahoma you know loser. how i feel b all he is is the commentator a writer quote unquote talking loud and ain't saying nothing columnist Raggedy so ass. when all this was happening mind you this is like pretty important game right um nothing is more important than life that is true I'm just saying, Grand, this is like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting closer to the Super Bowl. Fuck. Yada, yada. This is not a sports podcast. This is not what you came here Definitely for. Definitely not. <laughs> You're here for the tea. Yeah. Skip Bayless tweeted, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game. But how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. <laughs> Sir, this man died on the field. They're actively trying to bring him back to life. Cool your jets. And you didn't have to tweet it. You could have just shut the fuck up. He really could have. Because I don't I don't think he because of his white privilege, I really don't think he under he he clearly doesn't understand his ignorance too. He doesn't understand the depth of what people just saw. For again, for those of us who work in healthcare, a cardiac arrest, you die. Okay. Your heart literally stops pumping. That's never supposed to happen unless you're on bypass, okay? You have some type of backup, right? You're in surgery. 
or you're dead. You're going to meet Jesus. Right. So the fact that he brought this up and making it seem as though like really not reading the room, this man's like his coworkers saw him die. His family in the stands saw him die. Millions of people across the world and thousands of people in those stands saw this man die in real time. And you're talking about, well, we cancel the game. It's important. Just keep playing. A hundred percent would be like if you were at work, someone dropped dead and someone who isn't even in your unit comes around and is yeah. like, so y'all aren't going to go back to work. Remember that one nurse we had that was a coworker, former coworker. She was, um, she literally had a cardiac arrest in the damn parking lot. Yep. On the, she was walking yep. into work and had a heart. Like she legit had a right. cardiac arrest. Cause this place is toxic. It's very true. But I mean, you're literally going to work and you die. You're at work and you're on national TV. You can look it up. People keep replaying this shit over and over and over again. First of all, and I, the thing I don't think that Skip Bayless understands is how um, racially motivated his response was. A hundred percent when he said that, that is exactly yes. what it's very much giving master slave. It's yes. very much giving. Yes. We profit off of these bodies. Black They're bodies. just bodies. They're yep. just numbers. We have more of them. Get them on the field. I was watching Emancipation, the movie that uh, recently came out that uh, on Apple TV with Will Smith. And he was... Um, it was a scene in the movie where, um, cause it's a period piece. And it was a scene in the movie where he was basically working in this particular field. And this man dropped dead of exhaustion, just in the heat, no water, no water breaks, all that kind of stuff. Right. It's the, it's the enslaved days. And literally the master tells Will Smith, get him out of here. And it's him and another guy. So they're dragging his lifeless body and literally throws this man in a pit full of other enslaved men who have already dropped dead. And they continue to light this pit on fire. That's literally what Skip Bayless is saying. Like who gives a fuck about this man's body laying here, get back to football. I mean, we already talk about how the NFL is a modern day slave auction block, you know, lift up your balls. Let's see how fast you run. Let's see how strong you are. Let's see your sprint. How Let's see you your high ankles jump. are exactly. And, and the fact that you would say something like that and, and now you're surprised at the backlash. Oh yeah. We didn't even say a follow tweet. And I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, this is not racially you're motivated. You're I want you to know if this was Joe Burrow, none of we, this would not or even Tom be Brady. Are you kidding me? The game would have, it would have been, lights out right there exactly. everything full stop and he would just been getting thoughts and prayers all of the shit exactly skip a listed follow tweet these are always my favorite because they always are worse because they're always worse <laughs> nothing is more important than that young man's health oh please bullshit that was the point of my last tweet i'm sorry if that was misunderstood but his health is all that matters again everything else is irrelevant i prayed for him and will continue to no where in that tweet did you say anything about his life is more important in the game no you said wow this game is really important are they not gonna do it that's so crazy i mean surely this is irrelevant now right exactly if it was why would you say like why did you have to say any of that that was a pr stunt to try to save your little raggedy ass Dummy. career because shannon sharp didn't come into work because you knew he would have cussed your bitch ass out when shannon sharp <laughs> returned <laughs> oh lord Jesus. my god if you have not watched Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. It's so good. This man looked like he was about to bust out of his suit. Even his, at one point, Shannon was just like, Skip, Skip, every time I get ready to try to do my, my monologue, you want to cut me off? He's like, you know what, Jen, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. Because <laughs> you could tell he felt the rage coming up at him. He was like, not even worth it. I'm, I'm just, it. I need to take the Twitter away of everyone over 
for like 50 years old. Uh, first of all, I just, again, it read the room and you can tell that Skip Bayless is not an athlete and has probably never been an athlete and never even played a game of anything other than probably a fucking card game. Because again, when you go through the trenches with your, these are coworkers who you're literally battling with on a field. Yes, football is just a game, but they developed a brotherhood. Athletes developed a sisterhood. Their family, these people hang out with each other. You know, their families become intertwined. And when you see one of yourselves on a ground and somebody is literally pumping and pushing on your chest, breaking your fucking ribs, you think that, oh, it's not really that traumatic. Just keep on going. So how do you think I'm going to play after that? Thank you. I'm going to be scared shitless. Like, what if it happens to me? Just touch. We're going to play touch football after that. Ah, flag football. No, nothing is worth it. Are you kidding me? It's crazy. I do want to give a shout out, though, to the... Because we are... uh, I am a physical therapist. Obviously, Fowler is a... That's crazy. (laughs) For those new who are new to our podcast. I'm a physical therapist. Fowler is an occupational therapist. And I want to give recognition, number one, to the the Bills... Buffalo Bills training staff. Um, The main person who did actually the CPR, who started the CPR, was Denny Kellington, who was an assistant and athletic trainer. Um, there's also another young man named Nate Bresky. I think that's how you say his name. He's the head athletic trainer. Um, there was also, uh, Joe Mika, who is the rehabilitation coordinator. He's a physical therapist as well as Tabani Richards, who was an assistant athletic trainer. Um, I think it was so timely and so important for these men to get to that field very quickly because y'all CPR saves lives. It does. It really does. And quality CPR literally it is make or break. Yeah. There's such a big difference between the people who can receive good CPR, you know, within minutes and those who don't. Oh, it's insane. I personally feel like, like in order to renew like your license or like your, um, your tag for your car, I think every person in the entire world, um, those without disability, obviously if it, it hinders your ability to be able to perform CPR, should have should be required in order to renew your regular like driver's license or your car or whatever your tag you should have to learn cpr i mean even for parents when my sister was pregnant with my nephew she went to a cpr and my brother-in-law went to a cpr class and i think it's so beneficial for everybody to learn cpr because like you said you never know when you're going to need it you can be in a store or something like that i do think the flip side to it though unfortunately i think some people who are hesitant to learn it because um some people are really crazy and they will sue good samaritans for breaking their ribs um even though they saved their lives but um, <laughs> like the incredibles the inc- what do you remember that no when that guy's jumping off the building i've never the- seen that you've never seen the incredible i've only seen i keep falling asleep on it. i've only seen like it's certain- such a good sleepy time movie i yeah, understand that i keep sleeping on it but it's like um what's the thing called avatar can't um, finish it there's part where this guy's jumping off a bill which is kind of really morbid to have in a children's movie but yeah. he's jumping off a building mr incredible saves him but he like breaks his neck in the fall and so he sues him and he's like i saved your life and he's like you yeah, ruined you still... my day oh jesus i can anyway that's horrible um yeah yeah very interesting what were you talking about donovan mitchell speaking of uh, sports and athletes oh my gosh so this guy plays for the Cavs. no one really cares he ended <laughs> up scoring the most points in a game besides lebron james like in 2006 which is mm-hmm. crazy because lebron's lebron right yeah day after he scores all these points drug tested really we can't wow. have anything nice jesus which like to me i try to think like would you drug test someone just because they performed really well or is that like inherently racist i think it's racist because nobody did that to jeremy lynn when lynn sanity was going on lynn sanity was a big thing i mean he came off the bench scoring all kind of crazy points and shit and where's jeremy lynn now 
Where is Jerry? Probably Leo? at the house. I'm quite sure he probably got cut from the team. <laughs> did they drug test him? No. No, they did not. I forgot about Linsanity. First of all, we already know black people in general are just better athletes. We're stronger, faster, can jump higher. I mean, that's a scientific fact. Let's stop with the bullshit. <laughs> I know I don't have the article to back it up, but I know it, damn it. Y'all yep. know it too. White so, men can't jump. A tail. I mean, accurate movie. <laughs> I've never seen that. You've never seen that? No, but it has Woody Harrelson in it, right? Yeah, and um, Wesley Snipes. And oh. Rosie Perez is in there too. Really? Mm-hmm. She plays uh, Woody Harrelson's uh, girlfriend. Huh. Yeah, but the NBA drug tested him. So. That's bullshit. Did it come back negative? Did I say LeBron James? I meant Kobe Bryant. What? Scored the most points. Oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. You know. I can't remember what you said. Basketball stars. Darren will and cut all it. That. Yeah, Darren will cut it. That's um, insane. How many? 71 points. Jesus. I can't even count. I mean, if 71. your team sucks, your team sucks. I mean, goddamn, what else you want me to Stop passing the ball. Yeah, so he, of course, he, a lot is happening on Twitter. He's the one who went to Twitter yeah. and tweeted about it. But supposedly, it's a typical drug testing policy for players. They, did they score over a certain amount? I mean, they're probably saying it was a randomized drug test and it was just his time. Oh, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely say that to try to not seem racist and shit. Was... Oh, Lord Jesus. And he, okay, and he didn't score more than Kobe Bryant. He didn't? What he is scored, how much is Kobe Bryant scored? He scored the most points in a game since Kobe Bryant. Oh, how many did Kobe Bryant? Kobe do? scored eighty one. In a single game yeah. playing for the Lakers? God damn. That's horrible. So I completely butchered that story, but That's that fine. is what happened and it's still racist. You don't come here for the facts. You come here for the <laughs> entertainment, okay? That's if you're it. here for the facts, you're the wrong You're the place. wrong podcast. We are here to entertain you. That's why we give a disclaimer at the beginning of and our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. We anyway. are not journalists, but yeah. Yeah. Well, what were you telling me about? Instead. That's very true. Well, kind of on the backs of the DeMar uh, Hamlin situation, um, you were telling me, I, I did see in the news earlier that um, Tristan Thompson's mom unfortunately passed away due to allegedly From a heart, heart attack. heart issues. But you what were telling me heck? some other stuff that was going on behind the scenes with those people that you keep talking about. Because we're going to, we're taking a moment. That is very sad. Yeah. Definitely. That Tristan's mother passed away. True's grandma. Right. Okay. What I don't like is the Kardashian brigade using everything they fucking can for publicity, for clout, to spit a story. It's very much giving, do you remember when Kanye's mom died and Kim was at the funeral? No. No. Okay, you don't. But they had these like (laughs) crystal clear, beautiful, like paparazzi shots of her. Mm. And I just don't like, I just don't think that's appropriate. Yeah. Taking pictures of people at that time, whatever. Right. So there's these pictures that came out and I don't know if you know, there's like Backgrid and all these websites where they post like paparazzi pictures of celebrities and you can very easily tell when there's like a true paparazzi picture Mm -hmm. where like, um, you'll see them all the time of those sisters that we don't need to talk about where they're like, in very unflattering angles and they're not wearing cute clothes. They don't have any makeup on. And those are like the true paparazzi shots. And Mm -hmm. then like the next week you'll get the same celebrities, but it's like full outfit, nice Mm -hmm. angles. Like they've been hand selected Mm -hmm. because they have deals with these editorials and stuff saying like, put out these pictures. So all that to say, there's these pictures that come out right after Tristan's mom passes away of Tristan and Chloe exiting a private jet all the pictures of Tristan are super blurry, grainy, right? He's stepping off the plane. Then Chloe's coming off the plane. 
same thing except for like her face is super smoothed out one would say almost <laughs> allegedly face tuned there's parts of the plane that are smoothed out and i'm just like these were like they're smoothed by the people who took them mm-hmm. why would you smooth that out unless you were prompted to smooth those things out by the people you took the pictures of and it's not about you he just lost his mother yes exactly like what? I, I get it you want a shot but i think we as a society just oh jesus lord why are we so heartless doesn't sit well with my soul that no situation. that's just i mean it, what, what does that what does tristan's mom passing have to do with chloe not a thing but it just very much felt like oh here's a way to make it seem like chloe's standing by this person who's done all these things to that's her, her children's grandmother I don't know. I didn't like it. Then, then if she didn't show up or say anything, y'all be like, this a raggedy bitch. How she ain't gonna say nothing by his, by his mother's death. Mm-hmm. Like people do that all the time. People who hate their their in-laws or whatever. But you, I mean, it's still sad to lose a parent. I mean, I don't personally like Tristan Thompson. He ain't did shit to me. But to lose a parent <laughs> is, is traumatic. Like that's life altering. And yeah. it's sad. Yeah. That's bullshit. I can't believe people do stupid shit like that. Yeah, and then insane. all the outlets now. Oh, and then right after that everyone like there's I saw a bunch of stuff that was like, "Oh, Travis and Kylie are over." I'm like they don't no one cares. No one cares. I would like to see that baby though. <laughs> I cannot. Was and know the name. Wolf or something that yeah, she changed. Yeah, ex-wolf wolf, wolf, wow. was wolf now is who knows. Wow. Baby Webster. Well, yeah. But yeah, that's um, what's going on over in the Kardashian camp right now. Well, the I'll tell you what else is going on in some camps? Uh, dissension, okay, in the Republican Party. <laughs> this past week, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a real adult now or because it's social media is around that now that's the only reason why we know. I have never been this informed about <laughs> what's been going on in Congress than I have the last four it's years. like Veep. It's... it's the fact that I know who like the speaker of the house is, I'm not saying you're not supposed to know this though. Cause you are, but I'm just saying no, no. like the, the press house secretary, why do we know who these people are? I've never, when Clinton was in office, never knew who it why was. Do you know Bush intricate was in office, things never knew. about that. You know what I love though about social media is that everyone loves to just like rip these people's yes. like image apart. Yes. And I don't know why that's just so humanizing to me. It, it, cause it, yeah. Cause it, it shows you on a grand scheme of things. And these people are just as idiots as your supervisor. Everybody shit. <laughs> right. So this week there was this voting that was going on in Congress with the House <laughs> and trying to find the Speaker of the House. And, oh, sweet lamb of God. And uh, what was his name? McCarthy. Um, what's the man's Melissa damn McCarthy. name? Not Melissa McCarthy. Uh, whatever the fucking man name is. And you would think I would know because he literally lost his election like 14 times or his vote. They basically, they had to get 218 votes and they voted like 14, 15 times and he lost every single time. The Democratic Party was in unison the entire time. Yeah. We vote for Jeffries. He, he got his same votes the whole time. But I was just like, why the hell are we knowing about this bullshit? The pictures, the videos that I saw coming out of that, oh I was like, gosh. this looks like um, a student council yes. runoff. This looks like a high school election. Yeah. There were fights. There were arguments. There were people reading books. There, I... 
It was crazy. Kevin McCarthy. That's his Kevin name. McCarthy. I was like, I what knew. a time to be in politics. And he's just like, oh, with hard work and dedication. Sir, you lost your vote 15 times. <laughs> like they, they clearly told you they did not. Your own party didn't back you up and said no. And then the one uh, Senator Gates was like, uh, I vote for President Trump. I was like, <laughs> you think this is a fucking game? Harambe's like, on the ballot, I'm I sure. I can't. They put Kanye up there. What the fuck? <laughs> Do not vote for Kanye. Don't vote for Kanye. Please don't. But yeah, it was... I've never known this much about politics. And I don't know, like I said, if it's because I'm an adult now and this stuff affects me. <laughs> it's, or it's I think it's a little media. bit of both. I think yeah. that we've never had... Well, for we have, but never more than now have we had access to... Yes, this information. This information, yeah, the way true. we do, and also you're getting older. Yeah, you care about because I couldn't. Like that. I couldn't tell you who the speaker of the house was when Obama was in office. I can't tell you what was they it do. the guy with the crazy face who always used to look mean. Was that the guy? I was in it like eighth grade, and I only know that because when he was leaving, they were doing like these parody videos with Joe Biden with his aviator glasses. That's about it. But <laughs> when Bill Clinton was in office, I can't tell you who the press house secretary was. When Bush was in office, don't know. I remember about that time was that I miss Jen Zasky though. She's great. Who? Jen Zasky. Redhead. Or she's ginger. She's not redhead. Or is it ginger same thing as redhead? Uh yeah. yeah, I think maybe is ginger like a derogatory term for someone with red hair? I don't think so. Any I don't know. You tell us that. If it is, I apologize if it's if it's not a slur correct uh, yeah if it's not a slur <laughs> it's a i think ginger is a phenotypical slur i don't think it is please if you're ginger let us we'd know. love to know oh um, i am not the politics girl i hate politics i don't I like too. it it makes me feel icky i don't understand why we can't just all agree to disagree yeah. and find something you know to consent about what were you telling me about don Bayer? Bayer. my little congressman yeah Okay. Well, we're talking about politics, so we can get off yeah. politics. Yeah. The only thing I do love about politics is a heartwarming story. Okay. So let me tell you about it. Please do. This guy <laughs> is the congressman from Virginia's VA, right? Yeah. Again, I did go to school. I do have multiple degrees. There's some things that I'm not good at. Listen, you and me both. <laughs> Time telling? States. Yeah. But he's 72 years old, and he went back to college to get a degree in... um artificial intelligence that way he's more informed so when this technology keeps coming out he can like give his legislation based on the technology so he's not just like some old guy trying to make rules about stuff he doesn't know about but why ai because of all this all the you know no one knows there's so much artificial intelligence and everyone thinks it's going to seamlessly blend into our lives but no one knows how it's going to really affect kind of like how did you read well probably i don't know there was this thing no. that came out probably like either last year maybe the year before about how they're using basically like tracking software on everyone to be able to and if in a couple of years they'll be able to effectively predict your movements like in the future what you will do mm-hmm. and kind of like minority report have you seen that mm-hmm. okay yeah, so yeah, basically yeah. like we will have minority report because they'll be able to track every single keystroke you make everything you look mm-hmm. up your patterns where your phone's pinging all of this stuff to be able to say what you will do so the question becomes like if you have not committed a crime but there's like say there's an 89 percent chance mm-hmm. that you will on this day at this time yeah do does the government have the right to step in and stop that crime if you haven't committed it yet <laughs> oh fuck you we're humans isn't that crazy that is like 
but Google does that now where they're like you get in your car and like you pull up your map and they're like hey are you headed to this place right. you're like whoa right. take turn this shit right. off so the thing is like if we can say that we have you know even like an 82% certainty that there will be a mass shooting on this day at this time by this person do they have the right to take any legal action against you even though you haven't committed that crime but there's so much certainty that you will this is the apocalypse isn't that this is why i've been training so that's why there's no legislation on that there's no law on that because if you haven't committed if there's no crime you know this seems like a sweet story but i bet you he's trying to be one of the first ones to pass maybe doing some weird shit don't trust he's a i don't either but i just think like you know it is nice that he's at least trying yeah it's kind of like the intern with Robert yeah, De Niro I just feel like and, we have all these older people sitting up there who just want things to stay the way they are and refuse to accept the fact that nothing is like it was even yeah. five years ago. Yeah. Everything's moving so fast. So it's nice to see someone at least taking that. But yeah. I mean, I think one could argue if you're if you have to go back to school to keep up with the times, it's time for you to step down in Congress. But I also do agree that we do need some boomers, progressive right. boomers like him who are trying, like you said, trying to maintain with the times to stay there because we still do need people who understand the way that the world once was. Like you need a few generations kind of mixed together in Congress. Right. But you still need to have more younger progressive people than you do older people. Yeah, a spread. Yeah, but more of a thick spread toward the youngers because they're going to last longer. Thick, some thickies. Some thickies, you know. Do you like yeah. crunchy peanut butter or smooth? Hell no, smooth. You like crunchy, don't you? I I it's, don't. Hit your white side. I don't buy crunchy, but I'll I, I do like nah. crunchy. I'll eat it. I feel like white white people. I know we get into race a lot, but I think I know white this be- has become a very yeah. I think white because be- most people, and the reason why I said it is because in my personal life, mo- and because I've had this conversation more than once, honestly, about <laughs> crunchy peanut butter. More of my white comrades, coworkers, and such uh-huh. associates have always said that they prefer. I don't know what crunchy it is, peanut but I'll eat a crunchy peanut butter. You know what I think it Snickers. is? You know, I think it is. I think because, a, like a lot of black people in my personal life, we all grew up with our grandmas on like government peanut butter, and it didn't have no crunch in it. <laughs> so it had like an inch of oil on the top, and you had to spread that shit around, uh-huh. or else it would tear the fuck out of your bread. Or you had to put it in the <laughs> microwave to soften it up a little bit. Microwave? Yeah, government peanut butter. Have you ever had government peanut butter before? What is government peanut butter? Okay, so government used to give out like peanut butter, milk, cheese, shit like that. Uh-huh. But it was before like, it was considered welfare, but like not Lick? really. It was like, kind of, sort of, but it was like after... uh uh, the Great Depression and shit when the mm-hmm. government would give you certain things like certain staple foods or whatever yeah. and so my grandmother used to have this huge white tub and it had like black writing on it but when you put and it lasted forever I don't think it ever expired but <laughs> when you opened it the oil literally would be this thick at the top so you what had to stir it every hell? single time but it was so hard that if you tried to put that that put that peanut butter on your bread by itself it will tear your entire bread so you had to huh. put the bean, peanut butter like in the microwave for a little bit just to kind of get it hot I'm a Jif girl myself. I like Jif too. I didn't have it in my personal household. It was at my grandma's house. My grandma was born in 1924. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Great year for peanut butter. Exactly. Um, okay. That was, yeah, I just needed to know. That okay. was a personal question. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely a creamy peanut butter girl. Mm, creamy girl. Texture. You know I'm a texture Yeah, girl. that's true. Okay. Uh, speaking of texture, uh, let's talk about this. So on social media, I don't know if y'all have heard about it. Y'all may have heard the, the uh, brand Mayel. 
um, that has been going on, which is a black-owned hair care product or hair care product line and brand. Good shit. Uh, great. They have uh, moisturizers, shampoos, conditioners. Their leave-in conditioner is top they, tier. So they also, they have this one particular item that a lot of uh, Caucasians have been using um, the past couple of weeks, and they've been doing reviews on it. And while they've been using this product, the problem is for African-American women who use this as a staple, um, their hair oil, their rosemary hair oil has been selling out. So I personally actually use my oil. So it looks like this. I'll try to zoom in on it, but looks like oh, this. Oh, yeah, you need to do the The, put the little hand behind there. Yeah, so <laughs> it looks it like this. So I use it too. I so love it's, it. It's, it's so good. Basically, my oil is their rosemary, mint, scalp, and hair strengthening oil. And you can use this daily because I have locks. I use this all the time when I get my braids. I put them in there all the time before I lock my hair, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so a lot of white women have been using this product, but they're using it incorrectly because they're washing it out. And they're like, oh, it's making my hair hard. It's making my hair fall mm -hmm. out. And I think one of the biggest arguments on social media has been, again, white privilege. Because if you go into a regular Target, right, run-of-the-mill Target or run-of-the-mill Walmart, there are two to three aisles worth of hair care products that are geared toward white women's hair. And then you go to the ethnic aisle and our aisle is either this big or like half a shelf. And it never mm -hmm. has everything that you need because you end up having no. to go to a it hair store. It has gotten better in the past literal year. Yeah. Still not great at all. No. And and in E2s, in some, in some areas that you go into, some Walmarts, they actually have them locked behind a glass screen. Really? Yes, they do. I like now at Target, it says like textured hair. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. You just said black girls, but okay. Just, just say ethnic. Just, say. just, just, we know it's for us. And just you say know. for the, for the kinkies. Yeah. So people have been really in an uproar over these drops because they can't find them anywhere. I still have half a bottle left, so I'm kind of good, <laughs> but <laughs> I understand people's plight as, do you use my own? Yes, I do. You use these drops? Yeah, I use those drops. Yes. Yeah, so, I and, love them. And then too, they, the prices apparently increased by like $3. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Cause this was normally like, I think $11. Yeah. But it lasts you such a long time because you don't really have to use a whole, whole lot. But, um, yeah, they said that it, the price has increased by, like, $3, and nobody can find it anywhere. Y'all keep driving the freaking price of Well, it's not it. black women. It's white women who are getting this product and, and they're reviewing it. And it's just a fad for you. Exactly. Versus for us. We don't have anything. Let us keep it. Exactly. So let me answer this question. Since you are mixed, right, you're half black, half white. Yeah. Do you use, for your hair, do you use more products geared toward white women or more products used toward black women or do you use a Depends mixture on of the day okay no it uh mm. so your hair is straight right now what products did you use to straighten your hair so i went to the dry bar oh, okay. to do this so because i looked at my hair and i was like there's no way <laughs> i was so tired okay i can't do it that's no problem with that um i use half and half i okay. would say like i use a lot of that my ale. yeah mm -hmm. um and Aunt Jessie's, Miss Jessie's, okay. Aunt Carol's, mm -hmm. anything Carol's at Target hair. in the textured aisle, yeah. I've used it, but I also use like stuff from Sephora. Gotcha. But my hair is like cotton candy. Like it can't handle too much too heavy stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. See, and because I'm on the other side of the spectrum, I'm I, give me blue magic, you know, mm -hmm. give me, you know, Dax. That's old school hair wax, all that kind of stuff. Grease, hair food, that yeah, stuff do does great wonders for my hair. Yeah. But you know what, too? I think a lot of people are, you know, um, I think another reason why people really don't like this trend that's going on and, and has a lot have a lot of problems with it is because, again, we already don't have enough supply for black women. Number two, when it sells out, 
I think it's great for business for Mayel. Mm -hmm. The problem is that what tends to happen is as a black hair care product gets groundswell, they usually end up selling it off. And when they sell it off, they sell it to these white people and they change Change the the ingredients and the formula and it no longer works for us. And so now you've sold out a product that was made for us by us. But then again, in business, that is the goal to have somebody come in and buy your whole business. Right. And you be able to just retire and do whatever. But the detriment to the black hair community, is just like, well, damn, like we found a staple product that works. Mm-hmm. And now y'all just coming over here, getting our shit, go make something for your own hair. And while we're on the topic, something has never sat right with me about the people who buy the darker skin foundations to contour or the darker skin. Yeah. Concealers to contour. And then there's no darker skin tones for the darker people. Yeah. You know, and they already struggle because they're like their their lowest most most company's lowest shade is like my complexion and i'm like alec wet can't wear what i wear yeah and her skin is beautiful and she deserves to have foundation and makeup that complements her skin and for her skin tone the same thing with oversized clothes oversized got really popular all these girls who need they fit into a small are wearing large extra large because they want it oversized Mm -hmm. so now all the people who wear large extra large are screwed because there's no clothes for them yeah i hated that trend and not because I'm a plus size woman, I just hate it. Well, I know I did. I did hate it. Because if, if I'm looking for, I mean, I used to be able to wear an extra large. I'm fat now, so I wear a 1X. But anyway, neither here nor there. But when I'm looking That's not for. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, none of your business. But even though I tell my own business. But <laughs> when I wear, when I go into the store, especially too, like when they, okay, like Tabitha Brown, right? Yeah. So Tabitha Brown has this new collection in Target, and she had like her clothes and stuff like that. And I go in there and I see all the one X's is gone. I'm like, you bitches. <laughs> and some people are just like, well, you know, I just wanted it. So I just got an extra lot. I can just turn it into this and this and that. And it's like, no. no, that's not for you. Like, go order something else, you loser. But yeah, it. now all that stuff is going to be sold out the meal. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of black women are pissed. I, I can definitely see it. That's um, definitely understandable. You yeah. have, we have, there's nothing for us. And now people who have rows and rows and rows yeah. of shit to choose from. Mm-hmm. are choosing the good shit from well, the textured just, hair aisle it just continues to perpetuate stop trying to be like us god damn y'all got first of all oil doesn't go into your hair and it's not made for your hair anyway for white women like most white women cannot take any kind of first of all y'all wash your hair every single day mm-hmm. if i did that my hair will fall out i've been having this fight with my mother i'm like stop washing your hair every single day your mom washes her hair every day yeah but it gets so oily i'm like it's only getting oily because you're washing it every day. Yeah. Meanwhile, I washed my hair yesterday for the first time since December 17th. So. When was the last time I washed my hair? It is now January 8th. I washed my hair probably like December 2nd. See? Because with locks, you don't have to wash your hair as much. And I don't use dry shampoo or anything like that. Um, I mean, now that I go to the gym more, I may wash my hair like every once every three weeks. But even before I locked my hair, I would only wash my hair like once a month, once every two months. Yeah, and no. when I have braids in my hair, I'm de- I'm washing my hair when those braids come out. I should have definitely washed my hair, but it just wasn't in the cards for me. Yeah, I love dry shampoo. I never use dry. I mean, I don't. The think girl who used to do it. my hair and your hair would always be like, "So dry Caprice, sh- we calling girl, you out, Caprice. I know you listen to this podcast. So I know. Come, please come back to San Antonio. <laughs> I used to use dry shampoo, and she goes, "Oh, we're doing that." And I was like, "Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm not washing this fucking hair. Yeah, no, I." Mm-mm. So for all you white women out there, we appreciate you for wanting to be, uh, wanting to use the stuff for black people, but please stop. It's not helping. It's only hurting us and it's hurting, uh, the business of other people as well too. Again, Mayel, get your bag. I, 
I know y'all are happy, but just don't just don't sell it off and don't change the formula to accommodate white women's hair because that's not what it's for. Y'all got too much, too many other products that y'all can use. Go use Aussie or Garnier Fructis or fucking Nexus or Biotin or whatever. I don't know. Shit. Just don't stop using our shit. I tried to use Balayage one time. What is that? Uh, or not Balayage, but what is it called? Paul Mitchell... What the fuck is that called? Anything with Paul Mitchell is not for black people. I know, I, I'm aware. What is it called? <laughs> I don't know. It starts with a B. People are yelling at me at home. Balayage is what you do to color your hair. Belkalese. Yep, that's what it was called. Alcazar. <laughs> this is not... I, you, You're going to have to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. God, it's fine. Paul Mitchell bio... Uh, Olaplex. That's Olaplex. I do for, love Olaplex. I've never used it. Is that, from, is that like universal? Yeah. Okay. It's a Bond Rebuilder. Also, K19 is another one that's supposed to be really good. I haven't tried it. It's at Sephora. I like Afo-G. I think Afo-G is for both black and white women hair. Yes. I love their protein uh, treatment because my hair loves protein. What the fuck is that called? I don't know. Um, Mitchell. That shit fucking stripped my hair. Paul Mitchell stripped your hair? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wasn't for me. Yeah. I mean, Uh there are certain... There are certain brands like garnier used to work really great on my hair but then as my hair got longer it just started feeling very just like stripping very stripping and so i stopped using that but then once i got to like uh arby organics mm-hmm. love that for my hair their protein shampoo and conditioner great but yeah so just stop using black hair care i products, will please. say i started using the way has a clarifying shampoo who the way o-u-a-i oh. Oh, because I don't wash my hair. I wash my hair like what twice a month, maybe, and mm-hmm. it just like gets all the shit out of your hair. I yeah. love it. Well, see, I do that with not, uh, Kinky Curly. Not today. Oh yeah, they have the clarifying shampoo. I love and their their uh, the not the actual conditioner because it's a detangler. Love their detangler. Yeah, no. It's now I go see shit, I my guy Andres at the dry bar. Beautiful soul. Is he black? Angel or hands. He is Hispanic. Mm-hmm. But this is what happened. I went to him. He laid the fuck out of my hair one mm-hmm. time. And I was like, well, he's like, follow me on Instagram. When I tell you, he is braiding these bitches' hairs. Really? He is laying the wig. He is fucking installing wigs. So is he edges. doing like Dominican blowouts and shit? I don't think so. That shit hurt. I got that done twice. I'll never do it again. Did you watch that TikTok of that girl who went home and got a Dominican blowout? And I was like, that shit looks like it fucking it, hurts. Listen, it hurts. It, like, it hurt my head. I mean, my hair was laid. It didn't last very long just because I'm, you know, I'm natural. But um yeah no this is before i locked my hair uh what were you talking about idaho the update of idaho oh story. my god if you have not been following along he did this person's braids mm. i was just like i didn't think you could do that i also saw these he does a lot of color anyway yeah no he needs i need to see him on some black hair because that's not i know but this is what i was working if you, with if in you the look time at braids braids by ray there's a clear difference. Well, I didn't want my hair break. Well, yeah. Well, hello. I'm just saying. He's learning. He's doing no, the best that he can. I think it's great. I think it's great. Anyway, <laughs> so sad. Yeah. If you have not been following along with Idaho murders, have we talked about it yet? We did. We mm-hmm. did. Okay. So the four college students that were murdered, mm-hmm. the girls were in their home and the boyfriend of one of the girls. No one knew what the hell it was or what was going on. Mm-hmm. They've been looking for the people. They finally made an arrest. Of this nasty, bushy motherfucker. Creepy white dude. Brian Coburn. That's what sounds like to me. No one cares. He's 28. Which, like, I'm 28. Can you imagine if I murdered four people? 
It, one of them better not be me. It better not. But um, so the af- they finally released the affidavit, right? Of course I had to read that shit. Yeah. Did you read it? No. no. Oh, man. The details. Insane. But this guy was stalking these girls. Yeah. He had been over to the house like 12 times, mm-hmm. broke into the house. Insane. He's the cell phone towers, too. He's getting a doctorate in like criminal mm-hmm. psychology or justice or something. Creepy ass motherfucker. People are real weird. But you know what? And I wonder if those girls had ever seen him before. That's such a good question. I don't know. But it just proves my point. If someone wants to do something to you, they're going to do it. Live your life. Mm -hmm. Because who knew? Also, lock your doors. Also. Yeah, he came in through the sliding glass door of the apartment. He just walked up in their shit. Yeah. But what I don't like is there's a lot of. Right. Because, you know. Everyone has thinks they have an opinion to everything, right. which I guess technically they do. But a lot of so what happened was there were five roommates, five of the girls. No, two upstairs and two down. Mm-hmm. Five people now. Anyway, all the two of the roommates survived. Yeah, and they were at the house. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are commenting saying like, "Oh, how you know? I can't believe that they didn't do anything. Why did it take them so long? Why didn't they mm-hmm. go and help them?" One of the roommates. Um, came out and said that she had heard noises upstairs, but she didn't go because she didn't really know what was going on. And then she ended up opening her door and she saw the guy leaving and he saw her and he just kept going. And, you know, so everyone's like, why didn't you do something? Like, as if these girls don't feel bad enough. Let somebody come in and kill you and stab you and kill your roommates and let's see how you react first of all they live in a fucking frat house essentially there's noises all the time there's Mm -hmm. loud noises and screams people are drunk you never know what's going on yeah second of all these girls were 20 something years old young my almost 30 year old roommate the other day heard a loud noise in our house and a door slam and was cuddled up in her bed like this thinking like oh shit either Alyssa's mad or someone's coming to kill us and you know what she did Stay in her bed. Because sometimes when you hear yeah. something scary, you know what you do? Stay your ass in bed. Absolutely. I mean, but every, to judge someone's fight or flight response is really disgusting. Like, it's so easy to say, well, I would have did this and I would have shut your bitch you ass up. You wouldn't, you, done. Done. you wouldn't have did shit but got your ass killed just like the other people did. Shut up. Like, I hate people like that who try to, I would have did. Okay. I, I hope somebody puts you in that situation. Like, you, we'll you, you never think... Like, do you think they ever thought they would that would happen to them? No, because I mean, even no. even for me being in college, like when I had, you know, my best friend and I, we had a, an apartment and also a, a townhome, and we always lock our doors. I remember when she first came off to college, she was just like, she would walk in the door, and I'm like, bitch, lock my. I yell at you all the time when you come to my house, and I'm like, bitch, <laughs> lock the door, and you're like, you live in a great neighborhood, so you don't know who could have been watching me. That's I mean, true. you you gotta you gotta keep aware of your surroundings. There, are, I've listened to enough crazy true crime shit to know that they are just random sick psychopathic people and when they see something they want like that's it for them well don't they say that most times when somebody is killed it's not like a rage of passion it's somebody has been stalking you somebody for a while has and you taken just didn't the know. time to sit there and watch you and see yeah. where you go and when you go and at what times and who's coming into your house and even if you change it up they, they'll still find out because they have nothing better to do it's mm-hmm. so crazy to think you're just living your life but there's someone out there who's just watching you yeah and it's so easy i would be a perfect victim i have no fucking sense of what's around me you don't at all and that's what i'm saying I'm trying to be better about it listen i carry my my piece everywhere 
I I'd do. be a horrible victim. I but um, you just be safe. Be cautious. Stop fucking trolling people on the internet. These Seriously. poor girls. I cannot imagine losing, like, A, some of my closest friends. Mm -hmm. B, in such a horrific and public way. Yeah. And then see going on the internet and seeing people say that I should have done something else. It, as if you had some kind or, of power. Like to it's do my else. oh god. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, lock your doors. Please lock your doors. And your windows too, please. Um he, sorry, did you see the Reddit article that he No. Of course not. Okay. I didn't go, I I did a rabbit hole, but on via TikTok. Okay. I didn't actually go so, read the manifesto. Because you know, people go crazy and like dive into other people's lives i just don't want to know why he thought to kill these girls because i just feel like oh i would once you know. open up those gates i just feel like that could spark some of your own you know psyche and i, I don't want to open those doors on me nah. like you don't want those that i don't want those thoughts and stuff in my head yeah okay so then we won't talk about it i mean maybe some other people like who like true crime Okay, great. I mean, I like Snapped. That's cool. Snapped is cool. Because they don't deep dive all the way in. See, I need to... Yeah, no, I'm a deep Snapped diver. Snapped is, is at least reasons why they murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was just fucking weird as fuck. Yeah, I think it was a power trip kind of thing. Like, some people just know, think... Like, narcissists think they can get away with shit. Well, and the fact that he's getting a doctorate, or he was getting yeah. a doctorate in some kind of criminology kind of thing, he probably wanted to act out what he was learning. Probably. So he, I can't find it, but he posted some kind of Reddit poll about mm -hmm. like getting away with crimes and why people think they can get away with crimes and all of this weird he shit. He probably tried to see if he was going to get away with it. I just like... Ugh. Some stuff you don't have to live out in order to prove. Yeah. Like there's some research and data you don't have to collect. And that's murdering people is one of those things you don't need to collect. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. now you're going to be somebody's bitch in prison. Ooh. They're going to go for the death penalty. I bet you anything. Idaho, come Yeah, but he's going to sit on death row for like 20 years. Maybe, unless they expedite it. Because nah, it was, those it. girls were white and they were cute. <laughs> so if they were white and ugly, they would be like, nah, mm -hmm. 20, I can't. You heard it here I'm first. not, no. Uh, I'll tell you a first. Glad you said that. Awesome segue. Fisk University. <laughs> when I tell you. Fisk University. I have not felt like i felt watching them since i saw you remember those girls who did the floor routine to was it whitney houston beyonce beyonce same thing that's okay. how i felt well, watching what? this yeah well fisk university uh we kind of brought you all this story a few months ago about um that they were the first hbcu to actually have a gymnastics team um to compete on an ncaa level and fisk university actually just had their first competition and they did absolutely amazing and i just think it's just a beautiful thing that we're first of all the fact that we're in 2022 23-ish and still having a first but I, I just i hope that this trickles down to every hbcu that they get a gymnastics they team but fisk is definitely they did shit they did beautiful black women just coming in and wrecking shop all looking like simone biles also <laughs> sorry no you're fine you know how like just black bodies build muscle differently. Yes. So they just look so beautiful, powerful, like sprinting down that run mm -hmm. to flip and shit. Oh, yeah. I could watch it all day. I mean, the the one young lady who like nailed her, uh, what was the thing? Not the balance beam. What is it? It's called a... The horse. Pa it's not a pommel. It's a... 
But they run real fast and they flip yeah. up. God damn it. Y'all know what What the hell about. is that called? I can't remember. It's not vault, a mouse. Vault. vault. There you go. Jesus, that went completely out of Why my head. Why did this turn into a sports podcast? For real. Um, so she nailed her landing. Oh Truly. my God. I heard my beautiful. ankles hurt watching that. Okay, here's the thing from a PT standpoint. I as much as I love gymnastics, I hate watching gymnastics because every time they come the and force. pound, it's just like you're a compound fracture waiting to happen. That and CrossFit can't watch it. I hate CrossFit. I hate triathlons. I just hate them. CrossFit when they do M- the cleans, MMA fighting. I hate that shit too, especially when people start kicking because I'm like one blow to the tibia at the right area and it's gonna break. My thing is I like the patas. Why are your feet bare for that? You know? Oh, and there's like blood everywhere and yeah. shit. Yeah. What if they have to get STD tested before they go in there? You That's know? a good question. I would want to know if someone has HIV or something. Yeah, I mean. Just to know. Yeah, but would it make you fight differently? No, but, well, maybe I don't need to know, but I would like to know if they're, like... Because if they're bloody and if shit. If they're blood, you yeah. know what I mean? I would like to know that their blood is not... With some I would want to know more if you have MRSA than anything. Ugh. Yeah. Just saying. Can you get MRSA in your mouth? Like your yeah. throat? Yeah, you can, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get MRSA anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere where there's an orifice. Yeah. Anywhere where there's an orifice. Y'all gonna be fucked up if you think you're giving me stuff. I'm not doing that. You probably already have it. You work probably. in healthcare. In my nose for sure. Oh, absolutely. That's it. I think every healthcare right. worker has MRSA in the nares. My mom got <laughs> has to. my mom got MRSA in the nares. Yeah. And I was like, ew, gross. We were all sitting there. My uncle was like, You probably gave it to her. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh. You work it. But the thing is too, like every time you go into a patient room and they have like their own contact precautions for MRSA in the nares and or in the nose, and I'm just like they were digging their boogers. Who the fuck cares? Why do we have to put on this hot ass gown for boogers? It's the stupid. The best is like you go to the room and there's a contact sign on the door. So you're like, fuck. So you start gowning up and you ask the nurse like, hey, what are they on contact for? And they say, oh, Mercer the nares. And people are like, ah, oh, that's not exactly. in the hospital. That's nothing. Or you're already in the patient room doing your evaluation. And then they come and say, yeah, their <laughs> test results just came back positive for, for MRSA. And you're like, hmm. Great, I've already touched them. <laughs> if you grocery shop and you touch a buggy, or like a basket, you already have Mercer. Got so it. it's, it's not everywhere. What were you talking about, Cristiano Ronaldo? I'll tell you right now. As soon as you wake up. Yeah. So okay. Cristiano Ronaldo, what do you know about soccer? This is the most sporty podcast we've ever had in 110 it's, episodes. It's Demar Hamlin's fault. <laughs> I know. Love him. I don't know anything about soccer other than Manchester United and Argentina just won the World Cup. Great. Perfect. The World yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. doing great. So Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe you've heard of him. He is like big time. Okay. Like the soccer player. Didn't Pele just die? Yeah. yeah. You know what? He was old. He was. Yeah. Okay. Great. But anyway. Anyway, <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo is mm-hmm. leaving Europe to go play in Saudi Arabia. He's making okay. like $75 million a year. Guarantee money. Get crazy Guaranteed. money. I need to get a soccer player. Can you, can you imagine? Yes, I can. I'm manifesting it. <laughs> I'm imagining it right now. Yes, yes, um, I can. So the thing is, Saudi Arabia, you know, Middle East. Don't yeah. know if you know anything about the culture over there. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So they have a law specifically banning couples from living together if they are not married. They are no shacking in Saudi no Arabia. No shacking, and he, I don't know if you know this, oh, but man. him and his the mother of his all of his children have never been married. Mm. So they are literally making an exemption to this law to allow this man to come over there and live. And play soccer and make them all this money. Would you live with your fiance before you got married? Is he Cristiano Ronaldo? Who allegedly is gay. And this lady's his beard. No, he's just a regular old Bruce who you fell in love with. And y'all are getting married. But 
y'all are living. Would you live with your with your spouse before you get married? I have always heard statistically your marriage is less likely to last if you live together before. I have heard that same statistic. You are married. Yes, I've seen research on that. Also, I know EBPs. Yep. (laughs) I myself would stay over there a lot. I I would go spend the nights. I don't know if I lived there. I would need my own place. Just, I need like um, a fail safe. Yeah. Uh, Crack the glass, you know, in emergencies. I mean, I personally don't like in the black culture, they call it shacking. And if you subscribe (laughs) to Christianity, right, you shouldn't be shacking with your people. Oh, so I, to me, I just don't, I, shacking to me is not a big deal, right? I, I don't look at that and judge like, you don't need to be living with you. Oh, who gives a fuck? Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't pay your bills. I don't care. For me personally, I just don't personally believe that, you, that I'm going to say it like this. You ain't going to be living up in my house. I don't care if you are paying bills. If we're not married, we're, you're not living with me. What you want to do outside of there, that's fine. Everybody else, I don't have, I don't judge it or anything like that. I don't have a problem with it. But as for me and my house, you're not going to come up here. <laughs> now, I will tell you this. We are going to do spend the nights over here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do spend the nights over at your place. Okay? But until I have your last name, we're not sharing no space where you moving all your stuff into my house and I'm moving my stuff all into your house. Yeah. No, I can. Yeah, I agree. My biggest fear is like, what if I like move my stuff into like i move my life with yours mm-hmm. and then like you do some fuck shit exactly and then you're screwed and then i'm screwed because that person is not legally tied to you like exactly. yes common law in some states but let's be real common law don't really protect shit Mm-mm. but if, at least if you're married your assets are tied together so you gonna have to calm down go to the other side of the house until these assets are untied right i know a lot of people who've done it and it works yeah de- i definitely know a lot of friends who have done that and it works but i mean my I'm parents just a foot in foot out type of person i mean i'm i'm foot in but like even my parents now mind you we're talking about 1975 okay different time different time my parents did not live together i do believe that they had spent the nights i don't think my mom would ever say it but i know you <laughs> spent the night with my daddy i know you did <laughs> Uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't had four kids Bring that up the next holiday. Mm, all right. My parents had three kids together. Mm, anyway, somebody was doing something nasty. <laughs> anyway, but my parents got married on a Friday. And then that next day, that Saturday, they closed on their brand new house. I think it's very... Um, I don't think you should be able to control if people do that or not. I mean, obviously, no. your religion and stuff in your country. Yeah, your which like that is 100% right tied to religion and culture. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think now more people are doing it just because it's fucking so expensive to Very live true. anywhere. Very true. Yeah. So I'm like, if so, I also, if someone wanted to pay my mortgage, I don't know that I'd be upset. I, listen, if you're going to pay all the bills, come on in. Hey. <laughs> not long, yeah. you. But you're not going to be on the deed on my house. I can tell you that much. Hell no. Mm-mm. My my financial portfolio is my financial portfolio. But if you got more than me, your financial portfolio is my for- financial portfolio. Agreed. <laughs> I'm also, I'm just thinking if I, I just can't imagine living in this place with these strict ass rules and then you just like bending them for this man to come over and play sports. Yeah, I think that means that your that your rules are they're too flexible oh flex well that too because you can't just because i mean but it proves the point that your beliefs should not be put on to other people and i get it that your country is a very religious country but everybody in your religion doesn't subscribe to the same things in that 
in that religion. I think so, you have to if you're in Saudi Arabia. I mean, you can, or you can say, "This is my cousin." No, this is my roommate. <laughs> we talked about yeah, and they'll drag about you through the streets lesbian, and behead you. That's very true. We talked about lesbian roommates. I was telling God, Lord, if my my if my soulmate is a lesbian, just let me know. I don't want to have sex with her, but let me know so she can come in here and pay half these bills. I'm cool I'm with saying. that. Shoot, listen, I got a couple rooms over here, but yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. I want to know if they're paying him $75 million a year, how much money is he making then? Gotta be a, a shit ton. I mean, it has to soccer be. Is, is always, I'm quite sure, sold out. Yeah. Like that, And they have way more games, too, than other sports. And they're more, um, like, year-round, right? I mean, do they, they even play have a break? lot of games. Yeah. And these are international games, too. I'm quite sure he pays a lot of money. Uh, last thing before we go into what we're watching, uh, what were you talking about? Uh, some people getting land in California. Uh, okay, I, I'll tell you what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. I did screenshot it. Hold on, I can. Uh, I can. Okay, so last thing we want to talk about before we get into the rehab corner into what we're watching. Uh, you were telling me about some kind of land in California, but I did a, like a little deep dive. So basically, this black family that um, they owned Bruce Beach in los angeles many many years ago and apparently the state of california took this land allegedly yeah, I got it. yeah they took this land um unfairly unjustly from this particular black family well the family finally got the land back and they just decided to sell it back to la county for 20 million dollars and, and black so, twitter is pissed well i think the reason why black twitter's pissed is because there's this staple in the black community because um uh, wealth is not something that's passed down to most of us right like generational wealth is not really a thing unfortunately in the black community and we know that it would take over 200 years for the average black person to catch up with the wealth of the average white person in this country right so uh i think i know for for me and my family it's always been this thing where never sell grandma's house like if your grandmother owned a house don't ever sell her land don't sell her house keep up on the, with the taxes of the house like that's a stable that's something that you can liquidate and pass down to the rest of the family right so i think black twitter is a little bit pissed because they're just like why would y'all sell you you fought for this land to come back and why would you sell it and then sell it for 20 million dollars yeah like that if you were gonna sell it that should have been some real 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 money i mean how many acres was it did you ever say how many acres i don't know how many acres it's two parcels and they're like thin little lots because they built up these houses right there by the beach yeah supposedly it's an ocean front though i know I don't know a lot about property or real estate. I'm honestly questioning why anyone's listening to the podcast at this point. I have not given one morsel of information, but. What do you mean? Our podcast is amazing and we're funny. What the fuck? That is true. I'm downtrodden us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly everyone was saying the land is not zoned to build on, like to build residential mm -hmm. shit on. So they would just have this land sitting there that they would have to pay probably crazy taxes on mm -hmm. because of where it's located. Um, so I'm thinking to them, they were just like, let's just take this money, give it back to them. Because I think they had a year to decide what they were going to do mm -hmm. to it. And they probably off of, I don't know. They and probably made them this really shitty deal and they knew they couldn't yeah. do anything with the land and they were going to whatever. And but. watch some, some developers going to come in and buy that. And well, since they already sold it back, they're going to come in and literally be making quadruple that amount. Probably. In less time. And the rich get richer. This Did is why you, you don't know, sell your grandma's property. If you're a millionaire in California, do you know how much you bring home annually? Uh, I'm quite sure not a million. No. They're going to take half your shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I was watching this video with Taraji P. Henson and she was talking, I think she was on The Real or something. This is when it was back on. But anyway, she was talking about uh, the breakdown in Hollywood and she was saying that 
she made $150,000 from the curious case of Benjamin Button. Oh, and she was like, one. people were like, 150000 that's a lot of money. And I'm like, Taxes what? Taxes in California? Right. So she, she said, let me break it down for y'all. She said, I made 150000 She said, the government took 50% of that. Okay? So that's taxes. It's 50% of that. So she's like, I'm left with 75000 She said, then my team, all the people that are in my team, mm-hmm. that's 30% of my earnings. Not off the 75000 but off the 150000 Shit, I didn't know that. I was like, she probably came out with $1,000 for doing a movie. Like, what the hell? Damn. I was like, shit. Let me tell you something. If if when this podcast goes crazy, right, and we get famous and whatnot, I'm gonna just tell you this. Any manager out there, you're not getting more than two percent. I don't care if I got to do bookings for myself. And guess where our PO box will be located? Texas. Thank you. Because we listen. Amen. You're not Land getting, free home of the break. You mean to tell me I'm doing all of this work, putting in all these hours, and you getting thirty percent of my money that I'm not even bringing home? I want to say oh, that no. if you make a million dollars in California, you're only bringing home like five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, I, I believe you're probably bringing less than that. And I that to me was insane. I was like, no wonder all y'all motherfuckers moved here in the pandemic. Man, you got to be a multimillionaire to survive in California. That's crazy. Why you taking some man? <laughs> and Trump only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in twenty nineteen. Man, mm-hmm. I, I'm moving out of this country. I'm moving out of this country. I, I told you I'm in that black sit Facebook group every day. I just see these black people who are like, "Look how happy I am not living in America." Seriously, I'm man. My cousin, one of my cousins, lives in uh, Qatar right now. I oh Jesus Lord. Anyway, we should go to Qatar. I would love to go to. When Dubai. is it the coolest? Yeah, we got to go when it's cool. I can't go when it's hot. I'm too I fat. I think it's always no. hot there. No, it's not. It's I think a they desert. Got a winter. They, got a, they have to have a winter. It's just probably the opposite of ours, right? I would hope so. Because <laughs> I don't want to go from Texas heat to Dubai. That'd be horrible. <laughs> I'll be like, man, I want to go home. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about what we want you or we're going to go right to the rehab corner? Um we're already at a minute. I mean, an hour 18. Oh, yeah. Are you watching anything worth talking about? Um, I mean, I just watched uh, The Best Men Final Chapters, y'all. If y'all have not seen it on Peacock, y'all need to watch it. So now, Lathan, I'm going to just tell you this. I loved you and everything else. I hate you in The Best Man series. You, she made you hate her because her acting is amazing. You're a beautiful, incredible woman. But good God, your character, Robin, I fucking hate that bitch. Oh, she's annoying. Anyway. I need great. who, anyone out there who has finished kaleidoscope that series on netflix please tell me if it's worth it because my i thought you started it i did oh the way my add works this show is so goddamn hard for me to keep up with is it slow not only no not really it's just so much bouncing back and forth and i can't figure out what time period we're in and then every episode is like kill bill back and forth worser Ooh, no i don't like that and um i just need to know if i need to stick with it if it's worth it or if i can just let this go and let god so yeah. please holler at me in my dms thank you cool beans all right well you better head on into the rehab corner um oh my god i also watched oh what? sorry this is important no you're fine i watched this movie called the secret my mom made me watch it with um Five, ex six, tom seven. cruise mrs tom cruise katie, katie holmes. holmes thank you mm-hmm. and the is guy she mrs fox now they didn't get married did they michael Her and jamie jamie oh, jamie fox no they're not together anymore not michael j fox <laughs> they're not I not together you. anymore oh really okay i she's with someone else but i don't know who. okay um and the guy from sweet home alabama josh lucas mm-hmm. 
and it was so cute. It was like all about um, basically. What is it like the notebook or something? Kind of. There was this old book that was written called The Secret. If you saw it, you would know exactly what it is. But it's yeah. all about like the power of attraction and how if you like think positively and you project that, those things come to you. That and if you're like work. fucking Eeyore, you're going to have shit like. I've been doing that for years. It don't work. <laughs> At least it ain't work for me. Every day when she's like, I fucking hate my job. I want to quit. <laughs> I'm manifesting a new one. <laughs> I'm manifesting this podcast just getting so big that we don't have to work anymore like a nine to five but we can do the podcast full time yeah i would volunteer my time i'd uh, donate to charity yeah anyway seriously. it was really good it's on amazon prime if you want something heartwarming okay that's all i got awesome i did see that also to the uh oprah and viola davis um interview that she did based off her book would you rather um, be oprah or viola davis would i rather be oprah or viola what do you mean in the sense of what and if i was like freaky friday Tomorrow you're going to have a new body. Be that person. I would say Oprah because of the money. Mm -hmm. But Viola because of her spirit. I thought you were going to say because of her husband. <laughs> oh, her husband's beautiful. I know. But I don't want her husband. I want my own. They just look so cute together. They do. And their their daughter, Genesis. I She's would be. Beautiful. I would love to just feel what it's like to have Oprah money power. Like Oprah. I don't even want the power. I just want the money. Just kind of like Oprah contacts, Oprah, the ability to be like, I want this now here and it's done. Like, that's wild. No, I just want her money to be left alone. That's it. Oh, okay. Like, I don't even want the, I don't want the clout. I don't want the fame. I don't want, like, I, I legit do not want fame. I only want the money. That's I want it. the book club. I want the no, favorite thing. I don't read books. I want the contacts. I want to have lunch with fucking Beyonce and Jay-Z. I want to interview Meghan no. Markle. I want all of that. I just want the money. Okay. <laughs> That's all I want. All right. Anyway. Yeah. All right. We're ready to go on into the rehab corner. Yeah, let's go. All right. Welcome to the rehab corner. A place where we restore some order. Take a look around and sit your ass down. We don't play around in the rehab corner. In the rehab corner. Uh, in the rehab corner today this is specifically for our speech theorists we need your feedback okay we have questions we have questions so i saw this uh particular video on tiktok because you know we only do the highest of uh evidence-based practice over here mm -hmm. uh anywho we were talking i saw this one video on um on tiktok about coco melon and speech delays so apparently this has been going around um with regard to Hold on one if you don't know, Coco Melon is this crackhead kids show <laughs> that like Jesus. is just bright. It's animated and it's just bright colors, fast transitions. There's like no words, just sounds. There are words, but not very many. Mm -hmm. I watched it and I felt like I was tripping on something. Not on purpose. There was a child around. That's why I was watching oh, it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, but I've also heard that too. Not to let your, not to not let your kids watch Coco Melon, but to be cognizant of the fact mm -hmm. that that type of show isn't necessarily the most like great for development yeah because yeah. it's just so it's literally just like constant i can't find the what you call it of course when i'm looking for it but anyway i thought i'd just screenshot this shit. it's God like uh you know how disney channel used to run or like maybe they still do they run content for oh, seven minutes because it. that's your attention span yes as a child this is like that but for infants so like it's yeah. like the most they said that coco melon changes they said that coco melon uh, and they say because you know we we don't believe in they. that so I, what i've heard is that from social media is that coco melon 
um, every six seconds, the screen changes. And that's what keeps these kids captivated versus like a SpongeBob. It'll be like every 13, 14 seconds or some shit like that. And so it came from this mom. Um, Her name is at Sierra Renee, E-E-E. And she has a two-year-old. That's how she spelled her name. So basically she had some concerns about her two-year-old with a speech delay and that um, she felt like Coco Melon was very addicted to her two-year-old. So she said after she became worried, she switched to a different YouTube channel and things changed and her, her child's speech became a little bit, uh, a lot better. So um, there's been this uproar saying that, again, like just like you said, Coco Melon is um, potentially causing, allegedly causing speech delays. I need to know the validity of that. I do too. Also, not a parent, so don't really know what I can stand on here. Take the fucking iPad away from your kids. Gracie's Corner. What's that? Is that the hip hop one? Yes. The one she sounds like the Migos, but with Gracie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do like that. But yeah. I just hate iPads for kids because they're like zoned out zombies. They are. Also, I'm not a parent who's like tired and just wants them to shut the fuck up and do something. Very true. Because I mean, when we were growing up, we had Walkmans. Mm. And before we had Walkmans, we had nothing. We had coloring books. Uh, I was a VCR kid. By the time I was like... Mm. 15 months i could like re- push rewind play and i would just sit and watch vhs that was, that was probably my yeah. ipad and yeah. i have adhd if you do not want your kid to turn out like me take away the ipad but you didn't have an ipad back in the day i know but i had screen time i was just watching a screen yeah no we i mean when the nintendo first came out and what was it 1989 i think that was the first mario but like the actual nes system came out which is like what 90 or 91 something like that anyway um, we would have screen time. So we, I mean, we had to do our homework first and then we were able to do screen time and then we had to go to bed and stuff. We had an actual bedtime. We didn't have, we had a black and white 13 inch TV and my mom would be like, turn that shit off. 13 inches. Yes. Well, you're just like up like this to it. Oh yeah. Why do you think I got glasses now? I mean, part <laughs> of it is hereditary, but part of it was because we had these small ass TVs, but we didn't have like programming like that it wasn't very cartoonish to a degree i mean you had captain kangaroo you had mr rogers so you were engaging with adults at the same time versus mm. these little ball head one too fast babies <laughs> that are just like singing stupid shit like i mean i think the most catchiest song that probably i knew back in the day was this is the song that doesn't end chop. yes it goes on and on my friend some, some people trying to sing it and not knowing what it was and they'll continue singing it forever just because of the song but now with coco melon they hear this you know the, these sound bites and the kids are just like oh, it's my crack it's crack time yeah you know but yeah we it's didn't have crack that. time and because we had real human interaction, so this is why our attention span. You also only had like four episodes of everything, so like after that got boring. And TV went off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was the blessing. Like you when remember, I was at gr- the end of the night, it would be like. Well, yeah, you, you had the, you had the national crazy. anthem that came on with the little, you know, the little flag, and it looked horrible. And then all you had was just TV snow, and that's it. That's so I forgot about because TV went off. That is wild and so they were like take your ass to bed and now when they had when once they got it's like government mandated bedtime absolutely and then Ugh. once they got you know now 24 hour programming it's insane. what is that thing that comes on the 300 well what comes on super late at night after everything goes ugh. peter the 500 club the uh, 300 show what is it called oh the uh i know what you're talking about oh lord the christian tv yes and you're uh, like oh it's time to go to bed it's 700 club the 700 club and <laughs> i you're thought like, you were talking about peter Pomo. oh the spring no. water 
I love Peter Paul. No. So when it comes on, you're like, oh no, it's time. Or the infomercials. My grandmother always watches the 700 Club. I freaking hate 700 Club. <laughs> Me too. And then uh, TBN with uh, Paul and Jan Crouch. Rest in peace to both of them. They both died. But, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm grateful I was brought up in the day that I was, the time that I was brought up in because, again, you had real human interaction. And you actually played with toys. Yeah. Kids don't play with toys anymore like that. No. They I was thinking about that the other day. When you were little, like in kindergarten, did you have centers? What do you mean? Centers, like stations. Like the house cleaning, like the house station and like. No, we had a sandbox. Library station. We had and, a sandbox. Oh. And every classroom didn't have a sandbox. We were just lucky enough that we had a sandbox. And then once one kid got a wingworm, the sandbox was gone. Ew. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? That's how you get a wingworm from sandboxes. Ew. Because kids are gross. You're digging your butt and your, your nose and everything. No, so, we had, know. it was called either centers or stations. And so there was one that was like a playhouse. Then there'd be like the color station, the library station, the puppet station. And like you, they would assign you to a station or like you could pick what station you wanted to go to. And then that's where you had to play for like 30 minutes. No. Nah. No? No. Nah. We had a sandbox and that was about it. Or you just oh. were in the corner playing with And you. I just remember being like, oh, center is like... I get to no. go to this center. I get to go to house center. Today. Now that I can't, now that I can't remember, the only thing I remember is sandboxes Blocks and nap time. Nap time. Nap time was a good one. Yeah, and I never used to take a nap during nap time. Me either. But now I take naps now as an adult. I but, peed yeah. my mat one time and I never did it again. <laughs> like I never went to sleep again because yeah. I was so scared I was gonna piss Aww, my mat. Oh, that sucks. That's cool. <sighs> yeah, but so yeah, speech therapists out there to all SOPs, SOP assistants, please uh, let us know what your thoughts are in the comments about Coco Melon and these speech delays. And if you are seeing an increase in speech delays based off some of these TV shows that are really not um, adding to children's education. I wonder if what would happen if I watched an episode of Coco Melon, like a full episode. I wonder if, because Dora makes you talk back. I wonder if that actually helps where it's like yeah. call and response cartoons that are I actually helping. Because I think that's what there's like, I think the issue with Coco Melon is the lack of dialogue. Yes. So Shirley Dora, I'd never heard people saying Dora made their kids not talk. No, because Dora's like, you know, she makes you talk. What is this? But what color those, is this? Not when I was, probably when I was older, but the shows that came out then for younger kids, mm -hmm. they were all call and response. Yeah. VeggieTales, call and response. Love that. Bear in the Blue Blue House, Little Einsteins. Little Einstein. I mean, I was an adult by that time, but so yeah, that was all good stuff. Yeah, interesting. These Even like Gullah Gullah Island, Barney. Oh my God, Barney would make Gullah, you call a response to Gullah Island, and you sung you sung along with the songs and stuff. Did you ever watch Barney Live? No. So there's this. I would watch it on fucking repeat. Barney Live from New York. There's oh. this scary, scary clown in it. <laughs> His name is the Wansler. The Wansler. I've never seen Barney live. I don't know. You I'm just going to, you don't even have to, I just need to show you this Barney because was it BJ and bubbles or whatever. Her name BJ was? and baby Bob, baby Bob. I'm talking about bubbles. Lord Jesus. Um, your brother and sister. I just need you to see this. I think they have different parents cause they look the winkster. Just watch this clip. This is the scariest shit you've ever seen. And this is what I used to watch as a child. I'll try to put a clip. And if I can. Let me find him for you. Or at least I'll just put a picture or something. This, I said last week and I forgot. Yeah, you did. My bad. People trying to be like, oh, where? let me see mine's picture of how she used to look. Damn it. No. This is it. Where are you? I'm going to find it for you because it's so scary. 
God damn it. What is it? What did I say it was called? The Wingster? Wingster. I know we have to go. I'll just put a picture. That's the clown? Is that not the creepiest shit? I mean, not really. I was thinking it was going to actually look like... And he, like, steals stuff. When did this come on? The 90s. I never remember that. That's weird. He's weird. Anyway. I mean, but it's not scary. Take but, a screenshot of that and send it to me so I can yeah, put it on the Yeah, Austin thing. New Easter. This was 1994. Yeah. Great year. I was in the fourth grade. Anyway, Barney Live. That was my shit. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no. And he was a figment of your imagination. That's very true. So it was a trip. It was a literal drug trip. Yeah. Uh, what were you telling me about your fall at work? You had a patient. This is the last thing before we get out of here. Last thing I need to just tell you guys, uh, for the rehab peeps out there, I, for the first time and probably like, when's the last time I had a fall? I don't know. It's been like a, a while, probably like a, two years, maybe. No, probably like a year. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> you definitely had almost fell in the shower with my, somebody. Yeah, that's true. That was a close <laughs> call. That wasn't a fall. Yeah. I had the second fall of my career. A near miss. <laughs> in the exact same way as my first fall. Really? And again, slow controlled descent to the ground. Yeah. And I just need to tell you because it's traumatic. Do you ever... <laughs> <laughs> okay. And... I will laugh in this, but this was not funny. Yeah. And I'm not making fun of anyone. No, no, no. This no, is just never. But this is like medical professional. Humor. The only it's cathartic for me to talk about it. And yes. I have to laugh to keep from crying. Do you ever have those patients where you're stuck with them like for a prolonged amount of time and they take every, they drain you emotionally? Oh, physically. absolutely. Okay. And so that was this patient of mine. She's mm. in like a horrible situation. She just had an AKA. She okay. had a prior stroke. So she's, it did something to her mm -hmm. emotional abilities. She's very labile. Gotcha. Like she's fine. Then she's moaning, crying. Right. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, I'm very good with. It's fine. But like after two weeks, you're like, all right, lady. Suck at the fuck. Suck at the fuck. We got shit to do. Yeah. So she's got a fucking flaccid arm on one side mm -hmm. and then we got no leg on that side too mm -hmm. there's just a lot going on her husband unfortunately just passed away mm -hmm. and so she's got a lot going on yeah yeah she needed we were making no progress it was sniff time yeah we were in the sniff countdown here mm -hmm. and i was like we just you and i just got to hold it together for a couple more days before we can both have a break from each other because you're gonna go to a sniff and i'm gonna get a new patient we're yeah be fine we sit at the edge of the bed. She starts screaming. I'm like, hey, girl, you're not new to this. We're true to this. You got to mm -hmm. calm down. She's covered in pee at this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I understand. But we're about to take a shower. We're going to get in the shower. We're going to clean you off. Don't even worry about it. I'm going to clean your wheelchair off. Let's just go. We're going to transfer. Don't even worry about yeah. it. it. Happens all the time. Okay. Hoyer, <laughs> fucking just sling her over on her one good leg to the chair. Mm -hmm. Dependent transfer. She's sitting on the end of the wheelchair. She starts shitting everywhere. Again, I'm not losing my cool because I'm like, we're about to get in the shower, girl. It's Rinch fine. you off. Who cares? Rinch you off. She starts freaking out. Because she's pooping. Because she's pooping. And she's okay. on this chair. And she's covered in shit. All of these things. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> hey, you're fine. Snap out of it. Scoot back in the chair because her hips weren't all the way back. Yeah. Mind you, it's just me because I think I'm fucking superwoman. I don't know why you keep setting yourself up. I know. Like think that, about it. But, so this yeah. this lady 
hand to the bed rail, pulls herself forward, and I see it happening. <laughs> in real time. In real time. And I just block that one leg. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 no. Was it a fresh AK? It was a fresh AK. Jesus. <laughs> and I just, I bear hug her and I like pop my leg under her AKA and yeah. we just slowly slide down to the ground together. So did you get poop and wet? Bitch, I don't even know what I was covered in. I was so pissed because it was a perfect storm of like me being covered in God knows what, her yeah. screaming, crying because she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I have to, be, I'm literally like legs open. She's sitting in between my legs because I'm holding her up and I'm just like, shh, shh, shh. Like a big like baby. Like a fucking baby. <laughs> trying to call the nurse. So I finally get her calmed down. The oh, nurses come man. in. Oh my God. Start her back up again. She's fucking crying. We have to get her that. upright. I was like, we don't have to get her up right now. She's fine right here. Go get the wire. No, no, no. They're freaking out. We have to get yeah. her back on the fucking bed. This is my second patient of the day. Oh my God. After that, the whole day was just. Did you change your clothes? Me? Yeah. No, I fucking took a Clorox wipe to myself. Oh my God. Wow. It was one of those days. Then I have this patient who keeps having seizures and they're like, okay. I was like, I don't think I should get her in the shower. The nurse tells me she would really love that. If you do, just make sure that you take a pillow in there and then tell someone. So if we see the call light, we'll run in there. <laughs> take a pillow. Okay. And all I'm thinking is you've got to be fucking kidding me. If she's having seizures, it's a no. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking no. So then I give it a couple days. <laughs> Yeah. Because now we've decided they're not full seizures. They're just like horrible Parkinson tremor flares mm -hmm. that she's having. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, hey, girl, I go in. She just got her meds. She looks great. I'm like, fuck yes. Let's go. Let's get in the shower. Get her in the wheelchair. We're rolling because there's another big shower. We're taking her to the shower. Doctor stops to talk to her. 15 minutes. Oh, my God. As he's talking to her, I see her tremors getting worse. Jesus and I'm like, Lord. we're on borrowed fucking time. <laughs> I literally tell this doctor, I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to be rude, but like, I've got, I've had. You interrupted me. I have to get these scores today. I yeah. have to see her shower. He's like, oh yeah, that's fine. We get into the shower. We do, and she's like starting to kind of lock up a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, it's okay. I think we, we can get it done. We're okay. Yeah. We can get it done. Get in the shower. You know, when your patient starts leaning and you can't tell if they're doing it on purpose mm -hmm. or if they're fucking falling. Yeah. She leans, she leans, she leans, she leans, she stays there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Lord. I'm like, uh, are you okay? Are you? She's fucking stuck. Have to fucking bear hug her. Is lean she her back. No, she's just tremoring so oh, bad okay, and okay. locking up like that yeah. rigidity. I don't know why you keep setting yourself up. I don't know either. I just Always just go lead. in there with the PT. Just do it. Just I can't. They can't co treat. Oh, that's right, because you're an impatient. That's yes, right. it's right. just me and them for 90 minutes. You don't have a tech? No. Damn. All that to say, then her hand locks up on her underwear. She's trying to put... It was just a mess. And this was the same day or a different day? The different day, same week. But that's okay. how the whole week went, basically, oh, with me. Yeah. No, this I man showered in his underwear because he refused to let me see his dick. <laughs> and I was like, sir, I'm not looking at you. That's a sell. You know what I think, though? I, I understand why patients think that, like... We're looking at their body parts, but honestly, y'all, you're like a Barbie doll. To you've me. seen a million penises. We've seen a million vaginas and boobs. We're not, I promise you, we are not looking I'm at not. you. It's just even like a, like a gynecologist. Like anytime I go to the gynecologist, I know this cause I used to work in labor and postpartum labor delivery. And I worked in two OBGYN offices and I would have to be in there for procedures and stuff. 
I'm not looking at your cooch. Like, I'm literally not. But when I go, I'm just like, oh, I didn't have time to, you know, mm-hmm. wax and da-da-da. And they're just like, I don't give a fuck. But I, I get why patients think we're actually looking I at I told them. someone the other day, because she was like, you you get Brazilians? I said, yeah. She's like, you don't get, um, like, nervous? or yeah. I was like, no, because I know I'm like, I'm not the best they've ever seen. And I'm not the worst they've ever seen. <laughs> I am fine being somewhere in the middle. They're never going to fucking remember yeah. me. And that's why, too, like when you're cleaning up a patient and you're wiping them, you're, you know, you're cleaning shit off them. You try to have a conversation because you're just like, I want you to feel as comfortable as possible. But I mean, you're spread eagle. Yes. Yeah. I want you to know in time, my head, I'm usually thinking like about all the shit I have to do that day. Yeah. Or about how I don't want to be cleaning up shit. Not your shit. Just shit. Yeah. I'm just like, God damn, I got five more minutes to try to wipe this shit, the rest of this shit up off you before I go to my next patient. Like you, we, and I get it. You guys don't know that, but. As healthcare so professionals, you know. we're not looking at your body. We're not. Yeah. So this man, we don't see it. A made me. He he has a, he's a TMA. He yeah. had his toes amputated, so he's in a post op shoe. Yeah. He wouldn't let me take off his post op shoe, right? So he made me wrap his foot in the shoe in plastic to oh, shower. Jesus. He then wouldn't take off his underwear because he didn't want me to see him. So he's sitting there and fucking like soaking wet boxers. <laughs> that is so not healthy. Sir, so you're gonna get pneumonia. You're gonna get pneumonia. And I just gave up on the week. I was like, you know what? I just have to make it. Just yeah. fucking make it. But you know, I do get the there's a double standard in healthcare where women can clean up men, but men, but men cannot clean up women. I know. The other day that someone like a PT, someone called the rang the call light. Mm-hmm. The PT walked in there and he walked back out. And I said, Oh, what's wrong? He's like, Oh, she has to go to the restroom. I'm gonna go get someone. It's a young woman. Mm-hmm. And I get it and I appreciate the forethought, but I'm also like now we have to do it. Yeah, because women are most of the time the nurturers, the caretakers and all that kind of stuff. So it's not abnormal for a woman to take care of a man and see yeah. a man part, even young men. Because, I mean, I've had patients who are like, you know, 20 something years old and you got to take them to the bathroom. They've had a massive stroke or something like that. And you mm-hmm. you see you're again, I'm not looking at your penis. You see it because it's there. Yeah. But you try your best to cover them up. But I mean, just depending on what kind of blowout you got, you can't cover that shit up. But it is yeah. weird with young people male patients it is because they always are doing this and trying to and it's like i promise you dude i'm not looking at your penis i don't want your penis i don't i don't i know you and it's it's privacy i mean because i would be doing the same thing yeah you know but yeah it always makes it difficult yeah (laughs) fun job very fun job yeah we see a lot of naked bodies it's like you see one ass you see them all who cares see a lot of naked bodies you really do and and we're again we we're not looking at you you don't you don't see a penis you don't see a vagina you just see, I a, see patient. a paycheck patient <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> two p's two different like two different <laughs> meanings jesus just my page a patient okay <laughs> That's hilarious. And on that note, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Face Off. Absolutely. Y'all remember to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to let your face off. <laughs> I cannot with you. You're all patient. <laughs> yep. I don't know why I do this podcast with you, I swear. Oh my god. That was fucking hilarious. We're on the same page. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm patient. I'm trying to be all politically correct. I'm patient. <laughs> you are a damn nut. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Slimming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off with Slimming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released. It's The Face